0: Hey, this is New The Mayor from Kickback TV Live from Atlanta, The Righteous Ratchet. And if you're like me, you're into content and you got to have new content every day. That's why we do the podcast. We'll Flipboard curates the world's stories so you can be smarter in your work, life and play. Choose from thousands of topics to personalize Flipboard and get the latest stories from the best publishers and experts delivered to you 24-7. So get started right now with flipboard.com. F-L-I-P-B-O-A-R-D.com. Welcome to Kickback TV live from Atlanta. Also known as the Black CNN and the revolution. will, will be, be televised. televised. I'm new to mayor, the mayor, of righteous ratchet. If you throw it, I'll catch it. If you got it, I'll match it. Every Sunday at seven, we'll be right back at it. Shout out Lynn. Fantastic. Excuse
1: me. What up, y'all? It's the girl Melanie Dion of House for Our Hand, uh, also known as the.
0: <laughs> Notice the what? That's her new. <laughs> that's her new name, y'all. <laughs> now, when y'all when y'all mention male, you gotta say. So, what do you think about this? <laughs> the Breakfast <up> Man, <laughs>
1: the Queen of Creeps, also known as the Conscious Creep.
0: Jesus. Oh, okay, all right. I'm so mellow on Snickers.
2: So hey, straight to my, he
0: keep talking about all the power spoilers. Don't do it. Don't you do it?
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> what it do, y'all? JV Frank, that gangster geek representing nerds with attitude. Happy Sunday, everybody.
0: Happy, happy Sunday. Our last show of the season. Mm-hmm. Let's let's get a, a pre a pre show toast today. Mm-hmm. Pre show toast to our another. Uh, there is no liquor in my cup. Uh, it's no uh, liquor in mine either. Yeah, <laughs> that's a lie. That's a lie. Stereo. I'm drinking Bible juice. Yeah, I don't okay. know what that is.
1: You drinking what? Bible juice?
0: Oh Lord, he's out here just telling lies today. Uh, you <coughs> Tell the truth and the devil, Tell the lie and dig a shovel. Okay. Um. So yeah. Oh, I don't yeah,
2: know what that I, I, I don't either That's yeah. <laughs> Moving on Moving
0: on <laughs> So let's get into our first topic Indeed Our uh, high story of the day What's going on in the world, JV. <clears throat> oh
2: boy uh, This young boy uh, was killed in New York Over a mistaken identity Nessandro
1: uh, Guzman Feliz
2: Thank you for saying his Junior. name, Mel. Um, the story is the story is horrible. And Mel, you have the backstory, so why don't you why don't you break that okay, down so, that to us earlier.
1: As many of y'all know, uh Junior, little fifteen year old kid from the Bronx, was brutally murdered on the street with a um, machete. Yeah, with a machete. So the back story I missed it. Damn it, I missed it again. <laughs> God damn that. Um it's going to be a great show. So, <laughs> so anyway. The <laughs> story is...
0: Yeah. Um,
1: you know, it was a case of mistaken identities. So the, the kid he was mistaken for was in a video. It was him and another kid who was, like, rapping. And him and this girl having sex. The girl you apparently can't see in the video because she allegedly has, like, a shirt over her head. I have not seen this video. This is just from all the articles that I've read. So... Um, can't see the girl in the video. The video gets out. She's, she lies and says that she was raped, um, and blames the video on the boy, on him, you know, going around and, like, bragging about it or whatever, and, basically, the gang then, I mean, her brother, who is in this Dominican gang, Los Trinitarios or something like that, or,
0: yeah. That was close.
1: Um... He is one of the kids who then, you know, finds Junior and they, you know, basically trace, um, chase him down. He runs into a bodega and then they go into the bodega and drag him out and hack him with machetes. And he, you know, tries running to run into a hospital. He's bleeding out from his neck and he dies on the street. He dies like less than a block away from the hospital. Mm-hmm. So that is the story about it. All of them have all of the suspects have been apprehended. They're all in police custody. They had their hearings this week. Um, So, yeah. But the shit is tragic, man. like, uh, so many people have been out there uh, calling for justice. Rihanna spoke out about it. Cardi B spoke out about it. Just a sad story. Just uh, senseless killing.
0: Yeah, it's it's heartbreaking. And the store video that you can see, um, it... It literally paints the picture. I mean, you can look at the terror in that young boy's face um, when he, you know, was trying to let the store owner that he was being, um, you know, beaten and, you know, thinking they were trying to kill him. And um, a lot of people were mad at the store owner of the bodega. They said he he called, he didn't call the police, and he tried to kick the boy out. He was later interviewed, and it comes to find out, according to the missing video that he provided that he actually was trying to help the young man out. Mm-hmm. Um, the young boy was just so frightened mm-hmm. that he wouldn't stay down. And at first, you know, somebody jumping over your counter, you don't know what they're doing. So mm-hmm. like, oh, exactly. he tried exactly. to rob me? But yeah, then when you kind of figured out what was going on, it kind of happened so fast. And they did try. It looks like they inter, interjected. Like, wait a minute. And then niggas was like, what? And it was like, well, hey. You know. And everybody would say what they were doing in that situation, but... You, I mean, you just never know. And this is a you know old guy owns a store, you know a bunch of gang members come in there. I I, I don't ex- I don't know what I ex- what you expect of him. And he says he called the police, tried to get the police to come out, and they asked him. Now one just kept asking him a bunch of questions, and as we know they do. Um, it, it it's just a bad situation all the way around. What really hurts the most is that it was mistaken identity.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, it's... that that just that,
2: that that's a tough one. It's, it's mistaken identity and, um, you know, uh, we talked about this a bit off the air, you know, learning a little bit more about the backstory. It wasn't really some gang shit. It was like some girl type of shit you know what I'm saying Um, which makes it even more fucked up what makes it scary for me is we talk about a 15 year old boy Mm -hmm. you know so there are 15 year old boys out here in gangs dealing with this shit you know what I'm saying that's that's the shit that's horrible that's the that's the shit that needs to be highlighted and spoken out about um, in terms of this situation because that is just bad all the way around like y'all said
0: Man, yeah, all the way around.
2: Um, it looks like they will get justice for Junior. Mm-hmm. Um, like she said, they
0: arrested all five of the murderers. Yeah, and, and the gang actually apologized. Mm-hmm. I know that doesn't make it any better, Right. But, it's um...
1: Like, Ooh, sorry, we got the wrong person. Oh, great, because, yeah. you know, my brother or son can totally come back from the dead. hmm Like, this is That's just stupid. Yeah.
2: And y'all were hunting for
0: another 15-year-old. Right. <laughs> you know, like, right. Right. Okay, <laughs> um, <laughs> what the fuck is that? It's, it's, just, it's just a lot, man. Um, and we'll get into a few other stories like this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think our next story is um, in relation to Triple X. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Another sense death. Uh, man, this one really fucked me up. Um, not because I was a fan of the artist, and not because you know I knew a lot about the artist, but because I saw people on Facebook celebrating. And I'm using my words carefully. Don't tell me people weren't celebrating I'm saying very specifically, people were celebrating the death of Triple X, Triple X Tentacion, the young rapper uh, uh, that was uh, murdered in front of a motorcycle shop um, Mm -hmm. last week. Robbed Um, and murdered. Robbed and murdered. Mm -hmm. Um, And to know that it was over a senseless robbery, just, I want his money, so let's kill him. That's horrible. That's like, it's like, when you look at what's going on and you look at like, the police killing us and gang violence, mistaken identities, and shy you know, ragged. disease and rag. And then you look at something like this and go like, Well, God damn. And um what for those who don't know, people were celebrating his death because he beat the shit out of his baby mother. Repeat and it. I cannot uh uh sugarcoat it, I can't give you a euphemism, I can't paint it prettily. He beat the dog shit out of this young girl broke her face, literally mm. broke. Her she's face. going blind in one of her eyes due
2: to that. Mm-hmm. She's got a GoFundMe mm-hmm. account right now out there for those who want to look, where she's trying to she's trying to raise money for her plastic surgery mm-hmm. expenses to try and take care of all of the damage that he did to her face. Broke mm-hmm. her jaw, broke one of her eye sockets. Um,
0: horrible, horrible, horrible well, uh, shit. While she was pregnant, yes. Um, and acknowledging that, you know, that's some monstrous shit. That shit a monster would do.
1: Keisha said he held her captive
0: as well. And he, he held her captive. Of course, he, he wasn't going to try to let her leave like that. That is great. I mean, it, it's bad. It was bad. It ain't, ain't no way around it. I'm not defending any of that shit. And he should have been punished to the fullest extent of the law for that. I'm not saying that either. The only thing that got that to me that got under my skin was that people were celebrating it, like glad he did, fuck him, and I'm like, damn. So then I said, well, I don't know. Maybe he just was a total ass all the way around. Maybe we should be happy. I don't fucking know. So I started researching him, and um, I saw a couple of dumb things he did, got into a beef with Drake and a couple a of little dumb, little six nine, Takashi six nine type shit that I was used to associating with him. Because At least I heard of him. I never really heard of Triple uh, X. Um, prior to this. Then I realized um, he had decided to make some changes in his life. All of this happened, I believe he was 17. He died in 19. Mm-hmm. So he was making changes, and all of his songs had were politically charged about dealing with depression. He wasn't like a gangster rapper. He was like a, I'm not comparing him to Tupac at all, but from what I heard, he talked about the pain, the, the heartache, the suffering, the not being loved, the not loving yourself. His biggest song is a song called Sad. Um, He put out a video for the record, Sad. um, And, well, it was two videos. Uh, There was one that came out where he was a little politically driven. And then the most recent one that came out, posthumously, was where he died in the video. And the entire video, he was talking about changing his life and becoming a better person and killing the old, bad part of him. And um, it it reminded me of a story that I heard, um, um... Actually, watching Luke Cage, um, we'll get into that later on in the show. But the story was uh, a young boy was saying, you know, he was mad at his friends for beating him up and always picking on him. So he wanted to fight back and he didn't know how to fight and he wanted to get him back, muscle for all. And the, the father said, you know, like, or well, the grandfather was like, well, son, there, there, there are two wolves inside of you. There's one that fights for good, there's one that fights for what's right, there's one that stands up for yourself. And then there's one that's just evil and just want to just be spiteful and do fucked up shit. And you, you got to balance them. And he said, well, well, Granddad, how do we know, you know, which wolf is the strongest? You know, like, you know, whatever. And he was like, the one, that wins. The one you feed. Oh, yeah, the
1: one that feed the one you the feed. The one you feed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, mm-hmm. that's, some, that's
0: some powerful and, shit right yeah.
2: there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. And, and that I, was one of them statements. Yeah. 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 And I
0: say that to say, well, Triple X was feeding his wolf as of late was nothing but positivity, love, all about, if, you, if you're if you not about love, you're not welcome here. If you're watching this video, I absolve you of all your hate. You are now a lover. You now love your fellow man, and the world is going to change after this video, and we're going to love each other more, and we got to fight all this negativity and evil with love and positive energy, and I'm, that's all I'm going to give from now on. And you hear that, and then you see people celebrating his death. And I'm like, yeah. he fucked up, but it... It to me it feels like he was trying to get it together.
2: Yeah, um and the the most poignant part about that is the, the woman who was abused, his his baby mother, his girl, whatever, um, she spoke out against these people who are celebrating his death. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, if she can have a heart of love and you know, I'm not gonna presume forgiveness on her because I can't do that because of what she endured. But she at least had a heart of love. If she can do that, why can't we as a people do that? Can we cut the Facebook bullshit, where we just come out our mouths and say fucking horrible shit just because we think it's cool, what we think is what's trending or whatever, without real knowledge? Cloud chasers. That's yeah. what we call them. Yeah, like without real knowledge, without real, you know, without real understanding, without real empathy. Like we need to cut that bama shit out. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's Bama shit to me, yeah. Huh? Straight up and down. That's all I got to say about it.
0: Rest in peace to that young kid, <clears throat> Indeed, indeed. Um, mm-hmm. take a listen to some. Watch one of his videos. Watch the video he released. The that was yes. posthumously. Yes. And and look at him and and kind of see what you think. Like it, it, it's 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 a terrible loss, man.
2: Yeah, I mean he was clearly an individual who needed you know mental yeah. help, and he acknowledged that. So yeah mil
1: it was, it was just sad So all I got I did, I don't really know triple X extentation so um, it, it was a sad thing to hear um, he definitely did some terrible things um, but I I can applaud him for his efforts to to make a change and I, and it is definitely wrong anytime one of us dies from like stupid. Stupid violence, gun violence, getting robbed, whatever the the reason is. It's it's just sad. So I I felt sad when DoBida. I felt sad when Dope Boy. Uh, what's his name? Dope Boy.
0: Bankroll Fresh.
1: Bankroll Fresh. Why call Why do I call him Dope Boy Fresh? <laughs> Bankroll Fresh. I was sad when he was shot. Um, and I feel bad for Triple X and On at least them two, I knew their music, but I mean, it it doesn't make this any less sad. So.
0: Yeah, um, let's try to pick it up. Moving on, Jay. Um, yes, Jay, please. please.
2: Our what-the-fuck
0: story of the day. And yeah. this
2: Woo! will definitely flip the mood around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your boy, Archie Bradley. <laughs> um, now, um, now he's a, he's a major league pitcher mm-hmm. um, for the Arizona Diamondbacks. And he admitted in an interview
0: that he... <laughs> Woo. He pulled, he pulled the mail. No. <laughs> <laughs> he, he shot himself in the middle of a game. This is the craziness of the story. So he had to take a piss and he was trying to figure out what to do because um, he knew he was about to be up to bat, up to pitch. Mm-hmm. So he decided to run into the bathroom really quick, take a piss really quick, and try to get back out before he gets his name called. So he's out there, he's running, he's penny piss Ah, whoo Man, I almost ain't not make it. And as he's enjoying his piss, he shits himself. Yeah. And he's sitting in the bathroom like, fuck, I got to clean myself up. What do I do? Like, I'm pissing and shitting and shitting and shit. So he cleans himself up as best he can, you know, walks out of the bathroom, hears his name, runs out to the mound, and says it was the most uncomfortable pitching he had ever done. Yes. Some of his best pitching, though. He pitched it completely. <laughs> Ain't nobody want to smell that shit. I'm like, man, go. Yeah, this is gold. Just this is gold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That That is the craziest story I've probably have ever heard in sports. Like, I, 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 knowing oh, the game, I know Ross Strickland would go and get uh, two chili Dogs in a halftime in the Witches game, throw up, and then go back on play. And that well, was ridiculous to me. Well, Mark Slareth,
2: the, I forgot what network he's on, but the big, mm-hmm. big, the white dude commentator.
0: Yeah, the offensive lineman from the Denver Broncos. Yeah, they used to
2: call him Stink.
0: Yeah. Because yeah. he would wow.
2: shit himself every game. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, that's why he got the name Stink? Yeah, they used to call him, that's why they called him Stink.
0: Wow. <laughs> just like Mel. Just forgot, no, no, Mel is just yeah. on so, every show. So every those, time we do this episode, kickback, she, um... So those of you athletes out
2: there, those of you people who, you know, right before a show, right before that big speech, right before that whatever, there's a line from Van Wilder. Take a pregame dump. Mm -hmm. Take a pregame
0: shit before you get yourself in that situation. Yeah, and ladies, um, make sure you take a pre-game dump before you have sex. Because if he started hitting that zone, put the lace back the... yeah, that, and yeah, that's 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 a problem.
2: Yeah, that's that's a problem. That's a problem. I'm, I'm with you on that, a million percent. Yeah, we'll Suck wait. Fuck the shit out of it. Yeah, we'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I... Cheers, nigga!
1: (laughs) I have no segue.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah, there is no segue for this There's no segue for this. This shit is terrible.
0: Oh, man.
2: Terrible and emblematic of how big the problem is. Yeah,
0: we're kind of all over the place here tonight. It's our season finale. But um, we wanted to make this as fun show as possible. But we do... Have to address some serious issues. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. all right, matter of fact, I'm gonna take my glasses off for this one. And we're gonna get back into serious mode because this isn't a laughing matter at all. Um, in Chicago, mm-hmm. there was a situation with the police, and um, I guess the story is they ran it in a woman's home, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and they wound up uh, in the middle of the, you know the making an arrest or what have you. They wound up uh, aiming a gun at a three-year-old baby. Um, uh, I don't know why. I I can't, like, holding it uh, at the child. I can't imagine why. Uh, Maybe they felt threatened by a three-year-old baby.
1: Yeah, because, you know, three-year-olds are threatening. Unless your baby is Jack-Jack.
0: Right, right. Now, fortunately, the baby wasn't harmed. But they were forced to make a settlement of $2.5 million to the family just for this Gross injustice. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I am not a. Uh, I don't have any kids. Um, I can't imagine a poli- Well, my well, the way I feel about the police now, and then seeing a cop aim a gun at my three year old daughter. Mm-hmm.
1: This was going on while they were arresting like the grandmother and the child's mother. They had like the child's mom. Like, up against a wall. Ripped her and up. Like slammed, slammed her, her. Head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and did all kinds of crazy shit. Mm-hmm. So, um, while all this is going on, you have a gun pointed at a three-year-old. Yeah. Because you're so threatened by a three-year-old.
2: Well, and, um, you know, the way the article read to me was the gun was pointed at the three-year-old to subdue mm-hmm. and immobilize the mother and the grandmother. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the... What's the immediate way that you you make a mom feel uncomfortable, threatened, afraid? You threaten your child. You know what I'm saying? Trish. That's what they. That's what they immediately. These punk ass motherfuckers immediately jump to threatening a three year old child so they could su- subdue a grandmother and another female. These are cops, dude. What the fuck? Like, what are we doing, America? And read the article further and find out that this shit happens a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot more than we've heard about. A lot more than we've read about. This is another part of that whole police brutality manifesto that's going on right now. You know? Because they know people are going to pull back whatever. They threaten the kids. To try, like, mm-hmm. what the fuck, America?
1: They said from like 2012 to 2015, one out of the ten cases that they settled um, involved someone under eighteen,
0: in within the city. Crazy. It's terrible. Babies. It's uh, yeah. I mean, we can give it a, every descriptive word we can think of. It's not. It's never going to really do it justice if you, unless you can imagine really having a child and having a gun pointed at your three-year-old child by a crooked cops by police the The stigma on the police force, at least if you're an African American in the inner city, is that they're there to the kill us, damn near. I mean, it it shouldn't be that extreme, but I mean, shit. I mean, but
1: that's what it is. I mean, think about the the case in what is it, Pittsburgh, with Antoine Rose mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the police officer that shot him, who had been on the police force for three hours. Right. He was sworn right. in three hours earlier and killed that boy. And
0: going out there, so the first thing he does is kill somebody.
1: Yeah, somebody who had a history of violence, but you know.
0: Yeah, it's,
2: uh, there gotta be some changes, y'all. Like, like, this shit is going to boil over. It's bad. Like, I feel threatened when I hear sirens. Nowhere near me. No, Nowhere near me. Your adrenaline starts pumping instantly. 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 Not doing nothing wrong. Start looking around and shit. Like, what? Just driving my black. Yeah. Like, it's crazy out here right now. And they running up in people's houses in Chicago. Jesus Christ!
0: It, it's Terrible. Simple. Yeah. Terrible. Let's um, shift gears. Well, what, what else do we have? Now on to the Shut Up Stupid
1: Award.
0: Yes, the Donald Trump Shut Up Stupid Award. We'll talk about Donald Trump in a minute, but right now, this um girl girl Mel went to um Harvard Mhm.
1: Why are you just out here lying today? What? So, uh, the the uh, this week's Donald Trump shut up stupid award goes to none other than Permit Patty. Mm-hmm. Permit Patty is a white woman who's right up there with Barbecue Becky. Yep. And Sarah, I mean, I'm sorry, Karen and her potato salad.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but th- this is a case of colonizers calling the police on black people for existing while black. This week's case is um, her calling the police on the eight-year-old little black girl who's out in front of her building selling water. And apparently, Permit Patty was very annoyed by this and said that it had been going on for hours and decided to call the police. Um, And then... When she was confronted about it, she lied and said that she did not call the police and that Mm -hmm. she was pretending to call the police.
2: Mm -hmm. And then it Mm -hmm. later
1: came out that she did, in fact, call the police. Um, Permit Patty has now been identified. Her her name was like Allison something or other. And she had a business where she sold uh, edibles for dogs. dogs. Right. And as it turns out, she was like illegally operating that too. So now she's like decided to step down from her business, Um, and like she's lost uh, deals with people with other vendors and stuff like that. Of course she has. So listen up, white people. You keep doing this fuck shit. Keep calling the police on black people, and we gonna keep filming that shit, and we will expose you, and we will find out your names, and we will find your jobs.
0: Yeah, and, you you and
1: there will be consequences and repercussions.
0: Ever underestimate the power of black Twitter. Yeah. Black Twitter Football is the joke.
1: Black Twitter is the CIA.
0: Get you. Yeah. Okay. They yeah. will
1: find your ass. Yeah. So stop pulling this bullshit. You know what I'm saying? You just calling the focus on black people just because you feel real uncomfortable.
2: Allow me to say two things. <clears throat> Number one, America <clears throat> white America. America in general, you're hurting yourself behind this bullshit. There's another story we'll get into later that we'll talk about the positive impact of some of these street entrepreneurial initiatives. These young, Mm -hmm. black, Mm -hmm. talented entrepreneurs. We'll talk about that later. Teaser, spoiler, whatever. Um, (laughs) But also, y'all, like, when you call the police on somebody who is black, make no mistake about it. My co-host New has said this on more than one occasion: "You are putting black lives in danger when you are doing that. You, if you don't realize they you're doing it, it I'm going to tell you this now. Like you might be sentencing somebody to death immediately, in that moment when you decide to call the police with this kind of bullshit, because they will kill any of us, children. They pointing guns at children. We just saw that in the news. Women. We have talked about that. How they shot women, and especially black men. Cut this Bama shit out.
1: They know exactly what they're doing. That's
2: gonna be my and word exactly for the day. That's exactly they're doing Cut dying. this Bama shit out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my phrase expression mm-hmm. for the day. Please, y'all, cut this shit out.
0: Yeah, and, and and shout out to Black Twitter for for being like the damn. What's the? What, who was the little people? These always come around. In a little secret society with the mask on, they will always expose people. Oh,
1: anonymous. Anonymous.
0: Black Twitter is like damn anonymous. They will come and find your ass and will expose you. you. Yeah, uh, somehow,
2: somehow the, the actual 911 call was released mm-hmm. leading to mm-hmm. Yahoo News. So again, shout out to Yahoo News for yeah. putting that shit out there so mm-hmm. we can all understand what's going on. A couple
0: on. of our viewers are saying that um, they, know, they know what they're doing.
1: They, do they, know they what they they're know. calling
0: the police on purpose.
1: Yes. That's why um, they do it.
0: So that they can uh extend that death sentence, which is crazy to think about. But man, we are we are living in this hell of a day and age where like motherfuckers I know I know what I'll do I call the cops and fucking die today. Jesus. Uh calling the cops on the eight year old, I mean, what
2: yeah, it, it goes beyond that. It's the cops, it's the feds, it goes all the way up to the White House. Um, and, you know, we are fighting, trying to change that. We're doing the best we can. Let's point out our Grind and Shine Award winner, two individuals who are fighting against this political oppression. Um, John... Josh Norman, <clears throat> and the other dude's name was DeMarion Davis. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Josh Norman, cornerback for the Washington Redskins. DeMarion Davis, defensive lineman for the New Orleans Saints. These two dudes, these two heroes, went to San Antonio, Texas. Now, Sanio, San Antonio, Texas is one of the places where one of the holding centers, one of the detention centers... Teaser story later um, for separated children. This is where the separated children from immigrants are kept. They mm-hmm. went to San Antonio and took these kids to a store. I forgot, was it Walmart or what? I forgot which store it was. Yeah, I think it's Walmart, this is Walmart. <clears throat> took these kids to Walmart and basically went on a shopping spree. You know, they were just throwing toys in the back and the baskets mm-hmm. for the kids, mm-hmm. um, and then they went and bought all of these toys and gave all of these toys. To these children who have been Separated from their parents Mm -hmm. Their parents who are trying to bring them over to America, bring them over to a better Life, avoid all of the Bullshit that's going on um, South of the border We'll talk about that later, but again Shout out to Josh Norman and to Marion Davis, our Grind and Shine Award winners
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I salute you, appreciate you Mm -hmm. Um, This has been torn with the whole NFL thing because we're boycotting the league, but at the same time it's like you're boycotting the players. It's exactly. a crazy thing. But this is so this is an opportunity to shout out the players mm-hmm. that are going above and beyond, and we may not watch, but we can show our support this way. Mm-hmm. I think that's what we gotta do. Yeah? yeah. I think that's what we gotta do. You
2: know.
1: Because the issue isn't the players.
2: No. Right. No. It's the
1: organization.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And moving on.
2: Mm-hmm. hmm Well.
0: <clears throat> to the well, six-year-old.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. man. Oh my goodness. Who's
0: got her name? Pull up her name. Good question. So we have a young lady. Uh, well, yeah, I think we have a couple kids. Uh,
1: she's a um, she has a lemonade stand. Um, uh, what's her name? What is her name? Shannon Coffrin. It was
0: picked Shannon up by Coffrin Whole Shannon Coffrin
1: Gagaria. Yeah. It, but then she get like a what was the deal? The uh, thirteen million dollars. Yeah, thirteen million dollars deal with Whole Foods. She has yeah. her own little lemonade stand. And she donated money too to the uh, to the children. Like thirteen thousand
2: dollars or something like that. Yeah, she uh she started the she started the lemonade stand, oh, yeah. you know, regularly. Uh, hey, that's and, not the one that was prepped about Whole
0: Foods. This is another little girl. Okay, yeah. so that's to, oh, so girls. we're completing thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so
1: this little girl is the one who donated the money. Yeah, yeah she it. started <laughs> a lemonade
0: stand with the intention to raise money for yeah. those kids, mm-hmm, and she mm-hmm. incidentally wound up raising thirteen thousand dollars. Yes, uh-huh.
2: yes. Um, you know, so again, going oh, back to that story where fucking bullshit too. ass. Look, okay. fucking Sorry. bullshit ass, stupid ass, uh, permit patty is calling. You know the police on a on a young on a young uh, kid who is trying to sell goods on the street and a young entrepreneur. We see how good this can do for our society. We see what these young kids are doing. What mm-hmm. these kids are moving and shaking. Like this is what you're shutting down. This mm-hmm. is this is. They on, they're definitely y'all. trying
1: to squash any sort of entrepreneurial spirit because there's the other one that called the kid called the cops on the kid who was mowing the lawn. Yeah,
0: and um, traders brought that up yeah. and um, I told Sharice you. and Keisha were both saying they heard about that too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, break that down because I didn't hear about. So that.
1: this little black kid has a little landscaping business, mm-hmm. and um, he was mowing the lawn for one of his neighbors or something like that, and these mm-hmm. white people called the cops on him because they were like, oh, he's on my property, and they, apparently they shared like a property line. And they were upset that he was cutting the grass and had gone too far over onto their property. And so they called the police. And what they did was the was the exact opposite of what they wanted it to do Was because he, he ended up getting a lot more business. And mm-hmm. so people started, you know, supporting him. So now he's got this steady flow of business. So I'm sure they weren't expecting that. Mm-hmm. So keep trying to squash us. We always rise back up. Roaches always come back, Okay.
2: We are survivors. We are survivors. They <laughs> try
1: to exterminate us. They always try to. We always come back. We some resilient people.
2: We are survivors. Yeah. We are survivors. And not it's to not
1: fair, black people to cockroaches, but you get what I'm saying.
2: It's not going to end the way you think, white people. Not at all. Permit Patty, that didn't end well for you, did it? You know? Didn't didn't end, well for didn't
1: end well for mm-hmm. her either.
2: Lost all your business. Lost all your white people cred too. Because, you know, some of them white people actually don't hate black people as much as you do. You know? Go figure. Wow, black people are human beings. Oh my goodness.
0: Anyway, assholes. Cut that Bama shit out, y'all. And, before we take our break, we'll hit you with the question of the day. Let's do it. Question of the day. What do you think about Drake's new CD? Do you love it? Do you hate it? Is he spitting? Is he whining? Did he address the issues? Did he crack under the pressure? What happened? Uh, we'll let you get your thoughts together. We'll refill our drinks. Take a quick break. Uh, pause the podcast so we can come back and start part two. You can go ahead and refill your drink as well. Don't go nowhere. Please don't. Don't leave.
2: Please, don't. Just
0: go great. you know, refill your cup or your whatever, and uh, we'll see you back in about 60 seconds,
2: mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm.
0: we'll start part two of the show. Mm-hmm. Still got to talk about power. Mm-hmm. No spoilers tonight. Mm-hmm. We're just going to go with the overview of what we think will happen this season, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, what happened last season, so you can get ready to watch it at 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. tonight, and uh, Kickback TV Live from Atlanta, you know what it is, we'll be back.